let me recap a few things that are important to highlight. And also the story is so um, incredible that actually it's turning into an Apple series where there is the, the, the main character that, he, that plays, that portrays Adam Newman that is going to be played by Jared Leto. Now, to recap a little bit the story, uh, Adam Newman was uh, an entrepreneur, a tech entrepreneur, actually started uh, as an entrepreneur coming from Israel to New York, where uh, he found uh, his place on earth and he started to, uh, ex you know, just to experiment with various, uh, you know, with various startup ideas. Coming from an experience as a kid where he lived in a kibbutz with uh, his, uh, his family's mother, um, since his uh, parents were uh, divorced. Actually, he learned the importance of community. He also was very, very, very social, but at the same time, he also learned that he needed uh, money and he wanted to uh, make a lot of money in business. He started to experiment with various business ideas, among which um, there was like crawlers, uh, sort of a baby uh, clothes, uh, baby line uh, clothes uh, that um, he was uh, also there. He proved that he was very successful as a salesperson, but the, the business was not going anywhere. Also, he was not passionate about the product. He didn't know anything about being uh, a parent. And also, eventually, uh, crawlers would go, you know, uh, would be not a successful startup. Though, um, after brainstorming many, many ideas, as he wanted to get into the, the entrepreneurship scene and uh, his sister was living in New York and they were living together and actually the, the, the sister of Adam Newman was a model in New York, uh, he also had the chance to meet many, many uh, people also in the in the jet set so many uh, famous people and in the meantime he had experimented with another uh, startup idea which was green desk now this was the first successful start startup idea and we are in the more or less in the year 2009, 2010, 2011, this, this is the period. And uh, pretty much we are in a period where uh, there, we are going to the, the end of the, the one of the largest recession that we had in the, in the last decades. So the commercial real estate space definitely was not looking good. And, uh, you know, commercial units were uh, renting cheaper because uh, landlords didn't know what to make of them. And so this was... Uh, also a scenario where many people that were laid off uh, also started uh, their own thing many were starting to freelance many others actually were starting to make money on uh, on um, on uh, platforms uh, and this was really the rise of the gig economy an economy where uh, you know you could uh, share things and uh, you know benefit from this sharing by just paying uh, uh, you know use paying for the use of those things and that's where we work came in so just like Uber uh, or like Airbnb, so just we work as well at the idea of uh, making possible for companies to uh, have uh, entire spaces, office spaces, uh, very flexible spaces organized entirely by WeWork so that they could sort of outsource the office uh, building and also let's say the community or the team building part to, to WeWork. So the first successful attempt of a startup was Greendesk where again the, the main concept was arbitra arbitrage. So it was real estate arbitrage where you actually uh, lease uh, um, a commercial real estate property in the long term and then you uh, sublease it in the short term so that you can speculate on the difference between the short term rent and the long term rent. Yet this was real estate. However, Newman 
and uh, McKilvey, uh, his first uh, partner, actually uh, saw the success of the, the enterprise and they wanted to expand. Newman already shown a very uh, you know, visionary approach where he already had in mind the idea to scale up uh, as a billion dollar uh, company. But this was not something that was shared by uh, one of the early investors in this Green, De uh, green Desk startup, which was also the owner of, uh, of the property. So the owner of the property uh, bought uh, the two, um, uh, you know, the, the two out, Newman and uh, and the main, uh, uh, you know, and the, the main partner. So they made their first half a million, uh, pretty much dollar each. And Newman gave this money to his partner saying, you know, just save it because otherwise I'm going to spend it all so that we can keep this money for our next uh, venture. And in this, uh, in the meantime, actually, uh, this was also the time where the iPhone came up and uh, uh, this idea of uh, I actually would be reframed while we work as a we as a, as a place for community, not a place for just myself, something bigger than myself. This would be an idea that, you know, would uh, would be like the main storytelling of the company. But in the meantime, as uh, Adam Newman had found, uh, you know, the main partner for to, to start later on WeWork, he also had found his main partner in life, which was Rebecca Parkrow. Rebecca Parkrow was the, uh, the, the cousin of Winnie Parkrow, very famous actress. And um, Rebecca, uh, since the start, when he met Adam, there are a few interesting stories in the book, The Cult of We, where he actually, um, uh, she meets uh, Adam Newman and, uh, you know, she tells him that he doesn't have a real scope in life and he wants, he just wants to make money and that's, that was correct. But she tried to really bring Adam Newman in this new age uh, sort of um, uh, road where he needed to think in terms of how can I create an impact in the world and how can I change the world. And this would be a current theme in the WeWork story, even in the, um, among the many uh, paradoxes and um, contradictions that uh, made the story uh, so interesting where you know you have many conflicts of interest uh, they um, the, the the newman uh, family living uh, a lifestyle of uh, of a royalty family but on the other side um, you know predicating actually um, sort of uh, telling others to to live according to meaning, not according to means. So this is another of those things that make the, the story uh, such an, uh, enjoyable to, to, to read. Anyhow, uh, we work finally uh, gets founded. We are around like 2011-2012 on the idea of on green, on green Desk, so expanding on that. And the idea comes from the fact that uh, opposite to the iPhone, which is about I, we work is about we, is about the community. So they start this company, uh, the company takes off and it's important to highlight that also the, the company was profitable in the, its first years of operation. Actually 2012, if I'm not mistaken, was the, the, the most profitable year of the company. So it was actually an interesting company to run. And uh, there is another point that uh, as uh, Adam Newman was hanging out with uh, Rebecca Paltrow, actually uh, he um, uh, hanged out in this uh, Kabbalah center, which was a sort of center where there were uh, all those uh, famous uh, or well-connected people um, with those uh, new age ideas about, um, you know, 
uh, how they outlive their life, about meaning and those sort of things. But anyhow, this was a network of people that helped Adam Newman also kick off its opera his operations because actually in the Kabbalah Center he met many uh, people that uh, would uh, help him out uh, later on uh, throughout uh, the, the early years. Also in the network of uh, Rebecca Newman, Adam Newman uh, borrowed many uh, friends and family members that would become the top management within the company. We'll see that we work also when it reached a huge valuation. It was a family company run uh, at, uh, you know, at the wheels of uh, Adam Newman. Now, um, after WeWork was a profitable company in 2012, it started to evaluate uh, uh, funds, investment, you know, investors, fundraising. And Alan Newman was very, very good at this game. The first uh, VC, uh, the first VC firm that Adam Newman approached was uh, was Benchmark. And Benchmark is a, is a very well-known VC company that do invest in tech startups. So. Really, when they approached Adam Newman, they thought, uh, you know, what, what, what's, uh, what is this about? I mean, this is a real estate company. Um, but Adam Newman, on the other side, was claiming uh, that uh, this was a tech company. He would, uh, as we'll see, he would change the narrative of the company many times over <laughs> during those years, um, according to the frame and the narrative that would make the company more valuable in the private market. So uh, he got his first investment from a Benchmark, which valued the company in the 100 million in a very short time frame. And so Adam Newman understood that he had the, ch the chance to actually make the company way more valuable in the in the in the private market. So he was approached by Goldman Sachs with a valuation of 200 million and he said no because he said the company was worth way more. And actually this approach worked out at least in this scenario where liquidity was there was a lot of liquidity available. And the company um, actually uh, became very valuable because, uh, at least in terms of valuation, because finally it managed to get an investment uh, um, on a higher valuation than Goldman Sachs, making the company worth it, uh, almost half, half a billion. And in this period, there was also an important change. So going from 2012-2013, uh, going forward, there was an important change also in the Newman style, where he, um, where the company went from a profitable company to a company burning cash and just focusing on growth. Now, this is also a period where the, the corporate structure, the weird the corporate structure of the company would uh, take shape because in this period actually uh, the company, um, the, 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 conflict, uh, the conflict of interest between WeWork as a company and Adam Newman would uh, come up. Uh, first because uh, Adam Newman uh, each time closing a new deal with the, with the private investors he would actually ask for uh, personal loans or uh, even uh, drawing some money out of the deal. So along the lines of saying, okay, I closed the deal with you, I deserve a sort of a commission on this deal. So he was cashing out uh, on each deal. So this is the first conflict of interest. Another conflict of interest that would be recurring throughout the WeWork story and as the company got bigger and bigger, even worse, and uh, really something that uh, could not be unraveled if not with the, with the, the with the company losing a lot of money was the fact that Adam Newman um, uh, thought that he needed to be also in the uh, in the property side. So he didn't want to be just in the in the leasing side. He wanted to be in the property side 
by uh, investing in the property where the company were uh, was going to lease and you know if he was doing that with the company itself over uh, a few times period this would be fine because this would be sort of a vertical integration where yes initially you start with a, an asset light approach similarly to uber and airbnb and over time you actually uh, take on more of the supply chain which in this case means uh, buying also some of the key properties so, so that you can have more control you can lower the cost uh, the, the the rental cost and therefore create a sort of a scale but the problem is he was doing that uh, on uh, with with another company and a personal company when it comes to the property side so he was creating conflict uh, conflict of interest uh, all over and he was allowed to do that also because the company was very hot he was very good and charismatic and um, this was a period of uh, liquidity and uh, also the first uh, firms that invested into the company figured that even though the company wouldn't be uh, you know um, uh, like a massive company but yet become a multi-billion dollar success they still would make a lot of money out of this investment now throughout those years uh, Adam Newman understand that he needed a framing to make the company uh, a unicorn first and then a decacorn a company worth more than 10 billion dollars how did he do that well he actually uh, came up with um, a model called a space as a service which is something that we also will find in the financial prospectus so we work as uh, he tried it tries to go public so to a, for a little bit of context one of the hottest market in the last decade has been software as a service meaning company that uh, offer software uh, under a premium uh, under a membership package so adam newman figured that uh, in order for him to tell that we work is a tech company he needed to have a business model that uh, was in line with what tech companies were doing and therefore he transformed this real estate business which was primarily an arbitraging uh, business opportunity into a space as a service at least in terms of narrative the funny part is that uh, as uh, WeWork became a very hot company and startup in New York it was also approached by mutual funds and one of those was Fidelity which cut a check for um, for WeWork making it uh, uh, over 10 billion dollar company and at the time actually Adam Newman was very smart because uh, Fidelity was a mutual fund they were running late in the game um, in the in the um, you know in the investing game and also they were sort of taken aback by the fact that index funds had become very very uh, successful and uh, popular so uh, pretty much uh, why would people uh, invest in uh, mutual funds or give their money to mutual funds if they were index funds that were performing better with the uh, mutual funds without uh, having any management structure in place because remember the index fund is just a replica of, uh, of an index so it, uh, uh, it it's uh, it's not managed it's uh, possibly um, uh, created and it just follows along what uh, the main index is doing the index that is uh, replicating also for for fidelity and for mutual funds in general the check that they were writing to we work was a small check so for VC firm firms the check that um, a mutual fund would be able to 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 write for a startup was was a huge one but for a mutual fund company actually was a small a small one because the mutual fund is playing a different game it has like uh, many many billions uh, in his pocket anyhow as we move forward to the story again we work is expanding it's becoming a massive company with a lot of liquidity given by private investors it's growing very rapidly and in at this time only mars matters is growth remember we are in a time in which there is a lot of um, uh, liquidity 
And there is also at the time, uh, you know, the, the main player in the real estate short-term lease, which is called Ricus, which actually um, asks, uh, uh, tries to understand what's the deal with this WeWork company, because uh, they could not understand why the company would be worth many times over their revenues, when instead a company like Ricus would be worth way, way less. But anyhow, as we move forward to the story, and uh, as actually WeWork uh, will gain a huge valuation. It's uh, interesting that uh, they needed to understand how to uh, make the company even bigger. Now that the company had become, you know, a decacorn, how do we actually get to the point where the, co where the company is worth, uh, worth like 40, 50 billion dollars? So Adam Newman start again his uh, um, path going uh, forward to, to fundraising, also because the company was burning a lot of cash and uh, it would be very soon when the company was running out of this cash. So he started to fundraise uh, in, uh, in China, but uh, without much success, until there was one important encounter with uh, Masa Son, the founder and CEO of SoftBank, one of the largest funds uh, that uh, would eventually build up what's called the Vision Fund, which was a $100 billion fund to invest in tech companies. Before we move forward to the story, just a little bit of context on the Masa Son, uh, the founder of SoftBank, where he's coming from. So Masa Son is a, is a, is a guy who actually uh, uh, used his money to invest in tech startups since the early 2000s. Actually, uh, he would uh, uh, be one of the most successful uh, tech investors during the dot-com era until the dot-com burst and eventually he lost a lot of money. So he went from being among the top players in the space to being uh, not broke but almost. Though one investment was very successful for for Masason over the years was the investment in Alibaba, where uh, Masa invested about 20 million and uh, made billions of dollars. It's very important to highlight that the success of this investment, according to Masa, was the fact that uh, he, uh, through gut instinct, understood that Alibaba and Jack Ma would have been uh, like a huge success. So this is a, an important precedent because it, it will explain also his approach in investing uh, on uh, on Adam Newman company. And for a bit of context, uh, you know, the, the Masa empire was still growing thanks also to the investment in Alibaba, but he was trying to consolidate the, the career industry in the US by trying to merge Sprint and T-Mobile, but this was not successful. Uh, so SoftBank became more aggressive on the tech side. He went out, he created this vision fund where it managed to convince Saudi Arabia to invest and the Prince Salman to invest over $45 billion. Therefore, Saudi Arabia was the main investor in the vision fund. And he went out and uh, when he met Adam Newman, uh, he was shown the, the facilities of WeWork and uh, in just 12 minutes. Adam Newman rushed into the car with Masason, which on the iPad uh, uh, sketched out the investment in WeWork, $4 billion, which was uh, you know, way more than uh, even um, Adam Newman had, uh, had asked. And this investment was made out of uh, pure gut. Actually, uh, Masason um, you know, saw in Newman something that was special, but he also said, to Newman that in order for him to actually make this company a huge success he needed to be even more visionary. So uh, let's say that Masason actually incentivized the behavior of Newman making him uh, even more aggressive than he was. This um, 
investment of, uh, of uh, Masason uh, from SoftBank in WeWork was probably the most successful yet the one that would uh, lead to the story and the end of the story in, a, in an extremely bad way. Because as we move forward uh, toward 2018, uh, actually um, there, there would be several encounters between uh, Newman and Masason and the relationship was extremely good till the point where Son and Newman together were dreaming of a company that by 2028 would be worth $10 trillion. This was uh, the, the, the scale of ambition that they had together in a market that again uh, would probably fuel their ambition. But as uh, the, the, we approach 2018 and uh, there is the first market turbulence where liquidity started to drain out from uh, from the market um, many uh, investments of uh, of uh, softbank turns out to to go down and among those actually we work uh, turned out to burn much more cash than um, it was supposed to even though it was growing very fast it was not able to reach economies of scale for several reasons and um, some of those were the fact that uh, WeWork was embarking in crazy, in crazy ventures there were conflict of interest all over the places and uh, there were a lot of uh, operational inefficiencies some of, so to, to recap some of those points the operational inefficiencies were given by the fact that Still at a very wide scale, uh, WeWork was run as a family company at uh, really uh, just at the will of Newman. So whatever Newman wanted to do, uh, that's what the company was doing. Then uh, WeWork started to invest in uh, um, crazy ventures like when the company bought uh, another company that made waves just because Newman was was passionate about uh, surfing and then there were conflict of interest all over the place uh, places where you know Newman was both a property owner was leasing the company was getting loans out of the company to finance his own lifestyle from investment banks uh, just so that uh, he could uh, keep uh, living the life of, of, of a royalty and so by 2018 um, you know even before actually they sketched a plan uh, Masason and um, and uh, Adam Newman to um, make WeWork a private company where Masason would buy out all the other investors for 20 billions and run the company as a private company and make it one of the most valuable companies on earth those plans didn't work out uh, the, it came like the market turbulence of 2018 uh, the investors from Saudi Arabia uh, were very impatient they started to uh, push Son um, and uh, also on the other side the SoftBank was not able to um, uh, make a, a first a second fund because the idea of Masasan was to create a second vision fund will be which would be even larger than the first one to take over the tech world unfortunately though as things were unraveling this way and stories were coming up of, uh, of WeWork uh, scandalous um, situation conflict of interest and everything else actually um, Masason was embarrassed by many of those stories as he went to try to uh, raise funds all over all over the places anyhow we get to the point where uh, Masason uh, tells uh, Adam Newman that the deal is off the table Adam Newman it's uh, um, doesn't know what to do so he figures that uh, one way to uh, keep uh, getting the money because otherwise the company would risk to go bankrupt is to go 
to, uh, to an IPO. Uh, going to an IPO, they need to submit this financial prospectus to the SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission. This financial prospectus finally goes through because there is no other alternative for the company uh, which needs money, cash, uh, as soon as possible. And as soon as it goes out, it starts to uh, it, it uh, sends the internet uh, on uh, crazy because like uh, uh, people all around like uh, analysts investors uh, myself when i looked at the at the financial prospectus in 2019 as soon as it came out i found it uh, one of the craziest thing ever seen because again in the financial prospectus uh, it's true that uh, many startups over the years are also using it as a way to prompt investors to invent in, uh, to invest into the company and therefore of course they try to say fav favorable things about the company try to frame the company in a way that makes it more interesting and appealing so there is sort of this uh, marketing part of the, the the financial prospectus but but it's still a technical document something that instead we were changed altogether was the fact that this financial prospectus became a marketing plan <laughs> that, that was it i mean in the in the document you found uh, mentions uh, um, of uh, newman like the charismatic charismatic leader uh, many times over and community probably was mentioned more than revenues and uh, you see um, that these actually uh, this was the time when the whole story started to unravel so the public was uh, felt a huge discomfort in the ipo of wework eventually the, the the ipo was pulled off Adam Newman was hosted uh, by the company and yet he managed to uh, get out uh, with a huge uh, uh, you know pile of uh, of cash that uh, you know <laughs> that that also uh, tell tell us a lot about this story and eventually uh, the company had uh, to restructure itself uh, there, there would be like legal battles between SoftBank and Adam Newman and um, eventually the, the company would go public with the new management and everything else uh, through a SPAC um, so a special purpose uh, acquisition company uh, there was a way for WeWork to go uh, public um, you know after uh, the 2019 uh, you know, uh, failure. Also, because in 2020 there was again a door open for companies that tech companies that wanted to get to an IPO. But the interesting thing is, if we look at the valuation today, or we work through the SPAC is like five billions. It's uh, way way less than the 45 billions uh, valuation that it reached in the private market, and even uh, much uh, lower, uh, more than 40 percent lower of the valuation that it would it would have gotten initially through an IPO, where the company would have been probably valued uh, around. Around, uh, 8 billion uh, but anyhow this is this is the story so interesting story starting into a series uh, in um, uh, through through Apple plus TV uh, and a few uh, key points before we close this up and sorry for taking so long but I, I thought it was very interesting to recap everything out for you uh, there is there are a few key points to highlight first of all the difference between the private and public market uh, when there is a lot of liquidity in the market of course um, the the uh, the private investors look for charismatic leaders that want to bring the company forward at a huge valuation when you move to the public market of course you want to have a more sober CEO who actually is able to uh, handle the company and show the path toward the profitability also when there is a lot of liquidity in times of vast liquidity uh, in the market uh, everyone is focused on growth when liquidity drains actually everyone is going to be focused on other things like gross margins profits and everything else and indeed there will be a few interesting articles of um, 
uh, important investors uh, uh, telling how important was profitability and not just growth. I mean, something that is trivial. And yet it seems that uh, during those years, especially after the, uh, the end of the recession, uh, many investors had forgotten about that, like the company was not supposed to 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 make profits, but just to grow exponentially the, the revenue. There is a huge difference here. There is a, a couple of differences to make. One is uh, between Newman as a character and uh, Elizabeth Holmes of, uh, of Tyrannus, which was uh, fraud uh, uh, that ended up very badly. Of course, the underlying uh, company was there. It was very interesting. It was an arbitraging opportunity. It was a huge opportunity, a multi-billion dollar company, which was there, was working. Uh, but again, the main problem were the, the way the company was managed, the crazy ventures in which invested, the huge fundraising that he managed to get in the short time uh, uh, frame and the huge conflict of interest that uh, there was between the founder and the company and also the lifestyle that he was having while on the other side he was, um, you know, sort of... Uh, uh, predicating to to to, to uh, his employees about uh, living uh, uh, for for meaning, not means. And uh, then um, it's important when instead we look at the Terrano stories uh, with Elizabeth Holmes, there was a fraud, and that's it because the product was not there at all. So this is an important difference to make. Another difference is between you know sometimes people try to compare Newman with Musk and they try to say that uh, similarly to Musk is a very charismatic leader. There is a very important difference here. Musk uh, yes, he always had a grandiose vision, but he also put a lot of skin in the game. He never, uh, you know, created a conflict of interest. Like at, at the, the scale of Newman, actually, he put his money on stake and in various uh, times uh, when creating his own companies like Tesla, like SpaceX, he uh, was close to bankruptcy when he was putting his own money in the game. So there is, there is really no comparison between the two. Yes, of course, two, both of them have those grandiose visions, but uh, while on the one side, um, uh, Newman uses a lot of buzzwords to make uh, this vision come true and is about, you know, changing the world, making the world a better place. Newman, uh, Musk is uh, much more about, you know, a grandiose vision because a vision that seems not to be accomplishable in a short time span, but uh, is actually on the line for that. So there is a huge difference. It's very hard to find you know, a comparison between the two, because, uh, you know, many times it's easy to say, okay, this human is like mask. No, those are two different stories. And then it's interesting also to um, highlight a little bit of uh, uh, what happened in terms of the VC loop, meaning that, uh, you know, venture capital firms in the private market, uh, uh, when there is a, a well-known venture capital firm investing, then the fundraising path becomes much easier, especially when there is a lot of liquidity, because you can sell easily uh, your previous investment and therefore it creates a sort of a, you know a positive loop where you gain valuation just because you had a previous investor which was well known uh, in the in the in the space in the tech space so those are some of the key points this was the WeWork story again the cult of we is a great book read it and uh, I'll try to summarize the key points for you here mm -hmm.